Hello, Fanatical fam. This is Sequoia from Outside of Space and Time, just here to let you know what this little bonus mini episode is. We did a full episode over on Bess's show, WZRD Radio. So if you want to go listen to us talk more about Wizard Rock and have a Wizard Rocker write us a song, you can go ahead on over to that feed to listen to that whole big episode. This is just a small mini-sode because we wanted to talk to Bess and just like let you all know what's going on in Wizard Rock and like where you can find Wizard Rock because we love it. It's like fan fiction's best friend. So go check out some new stuff. There's tons of links in the description. And yeah, enjoy our little short conversation with Bess here and then make sure to go check out the episode on the WZRD radio feed. You know we really love you It ain't our place to judge you Feelings get about it naturally. There's no point in hiding, so feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend, you can count on me. You can count on me. You can count on me. So today we have a special guest for our little special bonus mini-sode here. Um, We have Bess coming on from uh, Wizard Rock Podcast. So Bess, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your show? Hello, magical friends. I am Host Witch Bess of WZRD Radio. (laughs) And WZRD Radio, for those who don't know, is what happens when you really love Wizard Rock and really wish there was a radio show for it, but you don't know how to build a radio station. (laughs) So I play Wizard Rock twice a month, and I intersperse that with Wandascopes, the most accurate horoscope based on your wand's makeup, upcoming Harry Potter and Wizard Rock events, and interviews with Wizard Rockers. Awesome. So you, you know, we are always joking about how, you know, uh, Kim breaks out into a cold sweat when we are called experts in fan fiction. Um, but we're going to go ahead and call you our our expert today in the Wizard Rock sphere. How does that make you feel? Oh, I consider myself a dedicated fan. Mm. Uh, I would say that Paul Thomas, who wrote an actual book on Wizard Rock, would be more of an expert oh my than myself. Gosh. You're allowed to be an expert too, I think. Yeah, there can be more podcasts make you an expert. (laughs) Why not? An amateur is someone who does something for love, right? So I'm happy being an amateur as well. (laughs) It's where the AMA part comes from, I think. Well, well, before we like d- deep dive into Wizard Rock and what's going on in that space right now, we have our our questions that we ask all our guests except for Hannah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Kim, do you want to? Yeah. What's your Hogwarts house? So I figured I might actually let you guess based on my relationship to fan fiction. <gasps> I'm getting, I'm getting Hufflepuff. Well, I figured I'd tell you a little first. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> I have an e-reader for my fan fiction because my Slither spouse got tired of me cluttering his up because you can mm-hmm. just download it mm-hmm. in, you know, Mobi PDF or PDF. Or put it on that e-reader, read fan fiction like you're reading a real book. <laughs> exactly. And I have everything on there cross-indexed by ship and author. Mm-hmm. I'm getting vibes. Oh, yeah. I was wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
so I thought that might help. See, I was going to say Ravenclaw before you jumped in, Sequoia. Yeah, and I, I am now also going to say Ravenclaw. I think the whole like premise of your show, too, it really says Ravenclaw to me. Yeah, that's true. You are correct, and I'm very curious how. You know, the feels like there's a lot of like research and like finding good bands and putting together a cool yeah. radio show. Just like, I don't know, said Ravenclaw to me. Well, yeah. Thank you. Ravenclaws, you know, Ravenclaws like really dig deep, I think, into the things that they love. Um, there's not sort of like a <laughs> a casual fanship to a person who's a Ravenclaw. So, yeah. All right. That makes sense to me. In that fan fiction space, since you are a dedicated fan fiction reader, um, do you have a one true pairing? I very much do. Ooh, the big listening ears. It is The Good Ship Victory, which was named back before we just did a mashup oh. portmanteau of names uh-huh. in the era of Wolfstar. It is Victor and Hermione. Oh, oh my goodness. It's a little bit of a rare pair. That is a rare pair. Yeah. I thought it was, but recently I saw Thorfinn, Raoul, and Electo Caro, so I no longer think I'm the rarest of pairs. Wow. That's a really deep cut. <laughs> deep cut (laughs) what do you like about that ship so i grew up with harry the first book came out when i was about 10 Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. the fourth book happened when i was about 14 Mm -hmm. primate (laughs) some very strong attachments to a certain pairing i get it i see it and i was a huge book reader like that was my identity it still is people still call me oh best the book girl so the idea of this you know cool interesting guy thinking that the little nerd that everyone picked on Mm. was interesting and worth getting to know and spend time with really really hit something deep in those formative years (laughs) yeah and uh, I've been a, a devoted victory shipper ever since nice that's awesome. Wow. I love it when you can bring back like an actual ship name mm-hmm. from back, back, back in the day. That's really awesome. Um, in another vein, what's your Draco true pairing? So you know how when you're a fan of a podcast and you imagine what you'll say when they finally invite you on it, <laughs> even if you have no reason to think you'll ever be on it? I have thought about this question for months. And? and I settled on Draco and group therapy. Mm. Yes. Because mm. I think he has too deep-seated intergenerational trauma to be comfortable with one-on-one. Mm-hmm. But if right. he were in a group setting with people like Blaze and Theo and Pansy who were also, mm-hmm. you know, shared similar understanding and were also starting to, yeah. to unlearn it, I think he would stop being so much of an asshole. Mm. Nice. I'm into it. I love that. I love Draco that. Draco and any help, ship. really. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wonderful ship. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Now that we know you and your uh, ship preferences a little better, mm-hmm. um, we, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about Wizard Rock. I want to know how you got into Wizard Rock. I always give full credit to my friend Morgan, who gets mm-hmm. into nerd things before they're cool. Like she met John Green. <laughs> When he had just written one book, nobody cared. Wow. <laughs> that is who she is as a person. It's amazing. So she So if you if she was into Wizard Rock before it was cool, we're talking like 
really like, early aughts, right? But like the Harry and the Potter's MySpace page of like. <laughs> <laughs> so she didn't get me into it until we were in college. So like 2010, mm-hmm. 2009, something like that. Right. Where she introduced me to all caps. Oh, okay. All caps uh, was uh, Luke Connard and Christina Horner. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and they broke up and Luke Connard was one of the Wizard Rockers that was outed as being abusive in the 2014 mm-hmm. scandal. Mm-hmm. But before that, it was just a really exciting Wizard Rock nerd band. And we found out that they were coming to a state that we considered close enough <laughs> on Doer. So we made band shirts and we made them a little care package and we drove and stayed with my sister's godmother and we saw them. And the Parcel Mouse were playing, Whomping Willows were playing, Justin Finch Fletchley and the Sugar Quills were playing. Oh, I love JFF. And I fell in love. That's so good. That's a really, that's I as like an, an initial Wizard Rock concert, that's a good lineup. It was, not, it was in the basement of a library, which I didn't even know libraries had <laughs> and it was an amazing experience that was where i learned about a very potter musical uh-huh i have signed posters oh, oh i can see it yeah that's a great wizard rock origin story and that is kind of around the time when i was starting to get really into wizard rock it's around it was around the 2010 ish time when we mm-hmm. met mm-hmm. Uh, me and kim and i started blasting wizard rock around the house or whatever Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, wow, that's good. I have been to a Wizard Rock concert in a yoga studio, <laughs> several backyards uh-huh. of you know, just uh, whomever was friends. With Library them in the basement area. seems like a really cool venue. Yeah, into that. <laughs> well, there is a lot going on in the Wizard Rock scene now that maybe people don't know so much about. Um, So if you want to tell us a little bit about the wizard rock scene, what that looks like now, maybe in comparison to the past or whatever you want to talk about what the wizard rock scene looks like. Wizard rock kind of comes in ebbs and flows. I think someone described it as a Phoenix once rises, dies, comes back from the ashes. (laughs) We're kind of in, in a flow right now. We have Mm. a lot of new bands forming. It's complicated because Wizard Rock was founded in punk ethos, Mm -hmm. which is very activist and very progressive. Mm -hmm. So there's a conflict between knowing that the author is so bigoted Uh and so many of our members are queer, but also being very much a family, a community. Everyone is so close and so loving. So there's a lot of angry wizard rock coming out right now a lot of sad wizard rock a lot of transformative uh-huh. music sure yeah. it's it's sort of a whole new era where mm-hmm. it's divesting from the author and the franchise mm-hmm. while still keeping core as a musical community hmm. and do you see that in sort of you know obviously a lot of the new bands and new artists that are popping up but also in those older bands that might still be creating even though they you know and that they started a really long time ago do you see the same I guess transformation in both of those groups with the older bands they tend to take one of two routes either they become radically transformative like Harry and the Potters with 
uh, their their more recent music mm-hmm. um, and the Whomping Willows, or they retire. Mm. Okay. Now there is a joke that no wizard rock band ever truly retires. <laughs> <laughs> you can, with enough puppy dog eyes or you know pleading, get them to come back for a show or for a benefit. Uh-huh. Um, wizard rock does a lot of fundraising for things like trans rights. Mm-hmm. So there's no such thing as a truly retired wizard rock band, but there are a lot of them that are going into hibernation, hmm. which is leaving right. the field open for a lot of the new, incredibly diverse music that's happening. Hmm. Amazing. And so is there like spaces where people are talking about wizard rock where you have found that you find these new artists or something like that? So I would say there are two and a half big places for anyone who wants to get involved. There's the Facebook group, Wizard Rock Revival, and that's open. Just come on in. We're always there. And the Discord. I can't speak a Discord invitation because they're just a jumble (laughs) of numbers. But if you find your Wizard Rock resource on Twitter, they have a permanent invitation in their um, bio, or you can just ask in the Facebook group or just message me directly and I'm happy to send it. That is an incredibly fun place. There are monthly Wizard Rock listening parties that different members volunteer to host. They just put together a playlist and then we all go, oh, I love this one. I've never heard this one. What do you think they really meant in that? That sounds cool. super fun. And then the half is just Twitter. The Wizrockopedia is on Twitter. Your Wizard Rock resource, which I love. Susanna is amazing. I am there, mm-hmm. mostly being nonsensical, but you'll find a lot of the bands <laughs> talking about what they have coming up there as well. Nice. So we, for your show, just listened to an amazing album called Fangs to Raven um, uh, by <laughs> Tiana and the Cliffhangers. Um, and this is an album all about My Immortal. Is there any other like fan fiction related wizard rock that you might know of? The only thing that comes to mind is Voldy and the Morts, who released a song about fanatical fix and squoast. <laughs> so I think what I would say is that your listeners should create some. Hmm. We talked a little over on my podcast about maybe something about the fanatical fix blaze. Mm-hmm. They deserve their own album. I think that would be a really wonderful addition. Yes, 100%. <laughs> full album I, think, I mean i feel like wizard rock itself is kind of an act of fan fiction though mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of it is like their own create writing songs about ships and just like creating more in the space yeah there's a lot of head canoning as well mm-hmm. as just straight canon interpretation yeah i do think that they're very similar a lot of overlap it's writing fan fiction with music instead of with words it's still words <laughs> what there's still words what but, but I don't, great try I don't know really good try i do think there's a an open space we have not yet explored which is song fix using wizard rock yeah like if you want to talk about songs that easily apply to harry potter situations i feel like i've not what? ever seen one there there are song fix that take like existing songs and rewrite them as harry potter songs but I've not seen like the lyric chunk fan fiction lyric chunk oh. with a wizard rock song. There's a real gap in the genre there. That's mm. a shame. That's something for all of all of you listeners to think on. Yeah. Really ruminate on that one. Mm. <laughs> ruminate with a word document open, maybe. 
<laughs> while you're typing. <laughs> and then you email it to us. Right. At right. Fanaticalpics exactly. at gmail.com. What? <laughs> I admire the subtle approach you have. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, to sort of wrap up our conversation here on Wizard Rock, do you have any um, recommendations on albums or bands we're entering or songs? The rec zone. We're at, yes, we're <laughs> entering the rec zone. Pew, 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 pew. Exactly. <laughs> so, first of all, the easiest place to find new music is the Wizard Rock sampler that comes out every year. That's at wizardrock.bandcamp.com. Cool. And any band that wants to submits a song. So you'll get up you'll get albums with twelve different songs from twelve different musicians or thirty-five. Hmm. Right. Awesome. Um also the archive of the Wizardopedia at wizardopedia.bandcamp.com, hmm. which is where Sagan, who is our incredible archivist, tracks down Lost Rock and puts it up there for the rest awesome. of us to enjoy. It's spectacular. Picking a current favorite is basically impossible. <laughs> <laughs> but I did try to pick a few that I thought would maybe be really fun. Um, TK from Totally Canuts. Totally Canuts is incredibly prolific, so you'll never run out of anything to listen to. Mm-hmm. Very fun and extremely transformative. You were telling us um, when we were recording your episode about their current project to queer every character. Every sin- They read the entire series and they made a note of every named character. They showed me the document and they had Human, goblin, you know, oh my God. creature. That's so cool. So incredible. 600, 700 some characters. And uh-huh. they're putting them into songs and proving that they are queer. Awesome. All wizards are gay. We love it. It's true. We love we it. We yell that sometimes. <laughs> and TK has the proof. Potterhead? I'm interviewing them next month and I should really make sure I know how to pronounce it. Uh, Potterhead, Potterhead. I think it's a, a motorhead joke. Motorhead joke, sure. <laughs> Oh, excellent. Is hilarious. They're so funny. So definitely them if you want to feel, you know, uplifted to your, maybe good for doing chores, you know, when you need the extra energy. Right. Gotcha. The Swedish short snouts. Just everything they do is a bop. Hmm. (laughs) You're just going to be happy and fun. And how airplanes fly if you want to feel the feels. (laughs) They dig into things and draw out incredibly intense, moving emotion. And uh, it's it's spectacular. Great. Well, we'll make sure to list those recommendations in the description of the episode. Grab some oh, yeah. links. The a description of this links. episode is going to like, be nothing but links. Wall of links. A million. A Click million on links. any of them and find some awesome music. <laughs> Does naming songs on this count toward your playlist? It does if they're on Spotify. Because I do remember someone saying that they wished you had more Wizard Rock on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, so where should we start? Poetry in Motion by How Our Planes Fly, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, Drak Vetrenaren by Swedish Short Snouts. Transforming Your Story? Rewriting Your Story? I forget. By Totally Knuts. Okay. But that should be a good yeah. start. Yeah. Nice. We will put all of those on the playlist. <laughs> And that is for you, Twitter friend. <laughs> Hell yeah. yes, yes. We needed we needed some good wizard rock to balance out our absolute ridiculousness there over on the playlist. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no one's ever so. done anything ridiculous to our playlist. <laughs> 
Well, thanks so much for coming on, Bess, and talking about Wizard Rock and helping us and the rest of the Fanatical fam find all of this awesome music. Oh, I'm happy to. I'm, I, I always want there to be more Wizard Rock in the world. So if we get another Wizard Rocker out of this, I'll be happy. <laughs> Excellent. Amazing. And uh, make sure to also go check out um, our episode over on Bess's show. There will be link. There will be links. Links are everywhere. Um, there is and- a new Wizard Rock band over there. <laughs> yes yes kim and i's new wizard rock band oh, um yeah. and tk wrote an awesome song for us it's really great so make sure yeah, to go so check fun. that out as well yeah thank you so much thank you you need a good friend you can count on me you can count on me you can count on